Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Good day to you, friends. So glad to be in conversation with you. Well, Bill, I, I'm so curious here. Last podcast we did, you greeted our friends with good day. And then today, ha- have you been to Australia? Have you been hanging out with our Aussie friends? Good day, mate. <laughs> yeah, I wish we'd been in Australia together. It's been a few years since we've been there. Yeah, maybe I'm happy because it's a beautiful sunny day. And I went for a run this morning and we've been talking about challenging topics on mental health. And it's a serious, challenging subject. There's a lot of pain uh, and stress here. And but I hope that we can have a good day in, in the midst of that. Yeah, well, I, I like it. It's, it's like you're, you're blessing our listeners with the goodness of God for them today. That's what we want. We want to lean into the presence of Jesus. He makes everything, even that which is bad, uh, bearable and even sweet. And a great example is Paul in the Bible. And, you know, he dealt with uh, difficult abuses and stresses and anxiety and discouragement, uh, probably depression, anger. I mean, the all the, the big emotions of distress that we write about in our new book, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith. Paul experienced that stuff. And he's such an inspiration for us. One of the times that he's was vulnerable about this is in Second Corinthians chapter four. And he's talking about having the treasure of the glory of God that's in the face of Christ. Just love that. The glory of God in the face of, of Jesus. This is a treasure. He says, but it's in, we have this treasure in the spiritual treasure, this eternal treasure in jars of clay, fragile human bodies that break. And our, our personalities are embodied. And he says that, well, actually, there's great wisdom and blessing in this because our breakable bodies show us that the power and uh, grace of life is from God. It's not, it's not from me. It's, it's a gift. And so then he says, uh, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. So in each of these four situations of distress with difficult emotions uh, that we can relate to in daily life and certainly in the mental health challenges that we're talking about, hard-pressed, perplexed, persecuted, struck down. Uh, these are our, the, the events, the, the stressors of our life, like we talked about in the difference between stress and anxiety, the external events are impacting us, injustice, conflict, abuse, things that we experience in life. Uh, But then there's the spiritual reality as well. So even though we're hard pressed, but we're not crushed. We're not crushed like grapes in the wine press. Uh, Even though we're perplexed, we're confused, we're, we're doing don't know where to go, what to, and and that's uh, the symptom uh, of anxiety but we're, we're not in despair. We're not, not hopeless. And, and we're persecuted, mistreated, ab- abused, but, but we're not abandoned because the Lord has said, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. And uh, in any situation, we can be 
in God's loving presence. And then we're struck down. Paul was stoned to death. There's a pile of stones on top of him. But he got back up again. So he says, we're struck down, but not destroyed. And so that's, that's the good day we want. That's the uh, way the scripture says it repeatedly, uh, is re- rejoice in your trials. Consider it pure joy when you go through sufferings. Uh, because of this spiritual reality of the Father's world that we can learn to step into. But in these areas of mental health challenges, it's not so easy. It's not normally like uh, instant. It's like uh, a learning process. Well, what you've just done here is given us a little Bible study, which is a spiritual discipline, to help us with our mental health, to help us to realize, to normalize that we, we suffer in our lives. We have difficulties and challenges and trials, but we're not alone. And to give us a vision of God with us and how he works good, even in that, and to, to remove the shame that sometimes is put on us. And sometimes we can misuse scripture, misuse even spiritual disciplines in ways that are harmful to mental health. And so we want to talk about ways that we can use spiritual disciplines in ways that are really healing and curative and helpful for our mental health and not misuse them in ways that are destructive, like shaming or preaching or judging or denying. Those can be, we can, we can use Bible study to do those things, and it's really harmful to our mental health. Yeah, this topic of mental health and spiritual disciplines is right at the center of soul shepherding content. It's something that we talk about and unpack uh, in our Enneagram in Emotions video course that is, uh, or audio course that's available now at soulshepherding.org slash Enneagram. Really encourage you to, to jump into that video course. Uh, you'll love it. Very helpful to you. It can help you understand your personality, help you understand your emotions, anger, shame, anxiety, sadness, uh, so we, we really go d- deep into this subject, Christy, of the integration of uh, emotional health, spiritual health, uh, the challenges that we deal with uh, in, in life, in relationships, and how do spiritual disciplines come into play to be helpful. And uh, different personalities uh, gravitate to different spiritual disciplines. Now that part of the talk we'll come back to later, or you can get that in the, in the Enneagram and Emotions course. Uh, but uh, today we want to just, uh, in general, talk about this topic and then get into some specific disciplines. But uh, we want to relate this to every, everyone, wherever you are in your journey, whatever your personality type. We want to look at th- this area of spiritual disciplines and how they affect our mental health. Spending so many times in the mental health world, getting our, our doctors in psychology, working with clients that were struggling in their mental health, we, we really came to see the limitations without Christ, without spiritual disciplines, because there were times when we were seeing clients of, of other faiths or no faith, and we didn't have the opportunity then in the context of private practice and insurance referrals and those kinds of things to to really bring in this component of spiritual disciplines and life in the kingdom of God. And it was so frustrating to you and I because we knew we knew that the amount that we were going to be able to help them in their mental health was severely limited by us not having the freedom and the permission and the legal protection within that context to bring this. Even with Christian clients who are in therapy uh, but seeking to relief from their symptoms, mm-hmm. which is what we're doing in therapy, as we talked about in the last podcast, which of course is a good thing. Uh, but it's a different purpose. It's a different vision. 
than uh, discipleship to Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, spiritual growth, or at least it can be. And so bringing in spiritual disciplines into the context of counseling, it, it's sort of like something you need the client's permission for. Uh, in spiritual direction, it's a little different. I mean, we always, in any professional service, it always needs to be oriented around the, the client and loving that client and responding to their needs. Uh, but within spiritual direction, there, there's an implicit uh, vision and purpose and really agreement around, I'm here to grow spiritually. I, I'm here to learn some soul care practices that will help me. And so that, that creates a, an opportunity. Uh, but with Christian clients, we can be in a place where we're using our spiritual disciplines in a way that's toxic or at least not very uh, effective. And that certainly was my story. I mean, my whole life has been a course of uh, seeking to use spiritual disciplines in order to be emotionally and relationally healthy. I, I grew up in a context where I was raised in a Christian home and uh, went to church and was very drawn to, to Bible study. I read Richard Foster's book, Celebration of Discipline, as a high school student, uh, late in high school when it came out. And I was just very drawn to these different practices and uh, the ancient uh, tools of the church and different ways of using scripture and prayer for uh, to live the, the kind of life that would be be like Jesus, like the apostles, like we see in Acts that's, that's full of God's abundant life and overflowing with love for other people and, and ministering to other people in Jesus' name. So I've always been very interested in the spiritual disciplines, and yet it, it took me a number of years to really learn how to be more, more healthy with those practices, particularly as it relates to mental and emotional health. Right, because especially like we talk about in Journey of the Soul, early on in our our journey in the Christ stages, we can get very legalistic sometimes with the disciplines and get into this earning mentality as if there's something I I do to earn the blessings. And, and we're not understanding that the blessing is in the connection with God and that the, the disciplines are only a means, they're only a conduit. And sometimes we understand that theology, we understand that concept that yeah, I'm not gonna earn God's grace through doing spiritual works or disciplines, but yet not realize that without being conscious of it, habitually we're operating in a way that it's really self-focused or Mm -hmm. self-striving, trying to make something happen. Right, or trying to even control our emotions with the disciplines in ways that are trying to shut them down trying to defend against them instead of really bringing them into our relationship with God, into the light of his grace and love. Yeah, so a healthy use of the Bible or any spiritual discipline, as you just said, Christy, it's always uh, something that helps us become more aware of ourself, our, our emotions, our needs, our brokenness, our sin, uh, so that we can confess that, so that we can ask for what we need as Jesus taught us to do, and we can receive compassion. Uh, we can receive uh, God's grace, God's wisdom in that area. That's why we've found the Enneagram a helpful spiritual discipline tool for us in that and coming to understand and grow in awareness and emotional honesty with ourselves and God and others. Yeah, because the Enneagram is a powerful tool as a spiritual discipline for growing in our discipleship to Jesus because it helps us become aware of our personality, aware of our personality dysfunctions, aware, especially as 
we teach in our Enneagram and Emotions model, aware of how anger and shame, anxiety, and then the hidden underlying sadness, how these four core emotions and and many related emotions underneath those, Mm -hmm. more specific emotions, how those four emotions are are impacting our personality and our relationships and our faith in ways that we're not realizing. Right. So getting getting turning the lights on and becoming mm-hmm. aware of that so that we can begin to uh, pray about these things, uh, talk them through with a safe person, make different choices that are more healthy, more loving. Well, let's let's talk about and, and we do in the Negram course and in healthy feelings, so I'm going to talk about specific spiritual disciplines that are very helpful for each of those emotions and each of the personality types, because there are ones that if we think about spiritual disciplines as medicines, there are certain ones that some of us need are more useful, more helpful to us than others. Certain ones that we're more drawn to or inclined to, but we, we've been talking about mental health awareness and that's one of the things we was really important to us is integrating that our mental health and our spiritual health they go together they're catalytic for each other if we're suffering in our mental health it affects our spiritual health and our spiritual health our relationship with with god with with jesus with the holy spirit is key to thriving in mental health yeah so like an example uh this morning i went for a run uh, and as I did, I, I meditated on Colossians 3, and uh, I prayed. And one of the most impactful things for me was being in, out in a beautiful, beautiful morning. Uh, the sun wasn't, wasn't uh, breaking through the clouds yet. We're in the spring season here where we've got lots of cloudy mornings by the lake. And so I was like in this cloudy mist. And so I thought about the cloud of God's presence and uh, the... There's a, a beauty in that, and uh, there's a beauty in the the birds singing and the the grass and the the lake that was so still. And so, by focusing on beauty and being thankful to God for these blessings, it's like washing my mind of my tendency to get anxious or get negative. And so, I I need the the, the grace the loveliness of God to just wash over the, the images in my mind and the, uh, some of the negative emotions in my body just to rinse me, cl- cleanse me of that. And so that's, that's an example of how a, uh, a practice like gratefulness, like uh, b- being in nature and, and praying, can uh, help us to, uh, to smile in our soul and to get out of a place of being overstressed or internally complaining about things and to just kind of take that deep breath and just go, ah. So you combine there a physical health discipline of running with a, a spiritual discipline of, of prayer, of praising God for his beauty, of uh, turning your mind to him and connecting with him through the aid of, of meditation on scripture, and the, the spiritual disciplines were, were so helpful for your health as well. And, you know, in the mental health area, we hear a lot about mindfulness. And mindfulness really, uh, a lot of spiritual disciplines are mindfulness. That's what they are. It's prayer is mindfulness at its best. We, we're tuning our mind to the Lord, to his presence. We're, we're 
tuning out all of the other distractions or um, for you to be mindful of his creation and his goodness manifests there. And then out of that, you, you want to bless our listeners with it. You want to bring that goodness to them and greeted them with good day to them. And uh, so there's so much there in spiritual disciplines that can help us to tap in to healthy habits, form these healthy habits that are good for our mental and physical, emotional and relational health. But they're, they're primarily rooted in God and our connection to God. You started your day in an activity of, of a, a physical discipline of running and then your spiritual disciplines incorporating with that with scripture. I started mine with a, a different physical discipline of resting, mm-hmm. laying still and quiet in bed, staying in bed and connecting and attuning, practicing being mindful to God with me and my be my source of peace and rest, even as I'm, and my motivation, even as I'm going to get up. And so in the same way, I prayed, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. And so a, a discipline there on that scripture meditation and in being intentional to pray that, that I would I would rejoice today that I would be glad in God today. And then praying through the temptations I know that are around the corner today, things that are required of me today, and being able to to cast those cares on the Lord and to be able to anticipate him being there for me. And it's not all up to me and I'm not on my own. And and praying in anticipation of that and releasing and abandoning the outcomes to him and being able to pray and give to God my loved ones that I'm concerned about, that I could have anxiety, I could get spun down a rabbit trail of worry for them and the, the things they're dealing with. But instead, no, I have the opportunity to practice the, the spiritual discipline of praying for them and entrusting those cares to the Lord. These are all things that are good for my mental health, but they're all spiritual disciplines. So you're not denying the worry or the fear for your loved ones. You're, you're moving through it by, by feeling it and then praying through it, mm-hmm. talking to God about it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the key to the integration of mental health and spiritual disciplines as we teach it in Soul Shepherding. It's the emotional honesty side of it that often is missing in our discipleship programs and our Bible teaching and we, without realizing it, without being intentionally, without intentionally doing this, we're sort of giving a, a quick fix, the Bible versus a Band-Aid type idea. Uh, and instead, we need to be really uh, grapple with the reality of what it is that I'm discouraged about, what it is that hurts, what it is that I'm worrying about, and, and confess that in a, not only in naming it, but in a process of talking it through and bringing the specific aspects of that to the Lord in prayer, to somebody who listens with empathy. And so that's where then scripture meditation and Bible study and other spiritual disciplines can be so powerfully helpful and transformative. But if we if we do the discipline in a way that we are denying or negating the emotion, then it's not gonna be so helpful. Uh, it's because it's uh, actually disconnecting us, it's disconnecting our deeper self from God and from loving people. So Bill, this is one of the reasons why we have put customized spiritual disciplines in our Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith book. And in our Enneagram and Emotions course, we actually lead people in a discipline for each of the nine types and for each of these 
core emotions because as we tailor a spiritual discipline right to our unique and specific need, which is what the Negram so helps us to understand what that is and where our resistances are and where we most need God's grace to, to work through these disciplines and where we can open our souls up to his healing. So we're so excited about this Enneagram and Emotions course. We we had one of our friends there when we were recording it, and she was so excited too, and her enthusiasm just encouraged us. And then the, our staff who was editing and getting this course all ready for you uh, also just emailed us with so much excitement about it too. So it's so fun to be unveiling this and inviting you that it's available, that you actually can join Bill and I and you can learn and grow. It's been so helpful, so transformative to us in our lives, personally, in our health, emotionally and mentally and relationally and spiritually. So we want that for you. So you can listen to those on audio or you can watch us if, if you want to look at us and yeah. see our, our expressions, our interactions. Well, I'd like to look at you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I enjoy that too. Then it's a, vi- a video as well. But basically it includes five sessions on help for anger, shame, anxiety, and underlying sadness for, for those deep core emotions that we struggle with. And then there's a session on each of the nine aneotypes. And then we have with it some really helpful course materials. And you can take advantage and get a special discount right now during the Healthy Feelings Thriving Faith book launch of a discount on this course. And all you need to do is go to soulshepherding.org forward slash Enneagram, E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, soulshepherding.org forward slash Enneagram. And in that way, we also have this really exciting discount for you that if you help us by pre-ordering Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, our, our new book on Amazon, then Soul Shepherding will give you a 30% discount off of the course. And we're doing that because they really go together well, supplement each other well. And also because as you pre-order Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, it helps us spread the word because what Amazon will do is they'll say, wow, a lot of people are pre-ordering this book. We want to show it to more people. So you, you get more exposure to Soul Shepherding by pre-ordering it on Amazon. So that's why we're giving you this discount and also because we just love you as Soul Talk listeners. We especially want to bless you. You're on the inside of this community. You are ambassadors of Christ through Soul Shepherding as well. And so thank you for that. Lord, it's such a blessing to talk with our friends on this topic that uh, is so uh, dear to our hearts and to Soul Shepherding on the intersection of spiritual disciplines and mental health and God, we've created so many resources in Soul Shepherding, including this new uh, course on the Enneagram and Emotions. And uh, Lord, we just offer this to our listeners and to you uh, as tools, Lord, to help us to be healthy in our personality and our relationships, to help us be more loving like Jesus. That's what we want, God. And so we just pray, Lord, that uh, you would help each one of us uh, in our particular spiritual practices, uh, the ways that we care for our souls, the ways that we are being intentional in our discipleship to Jesus, to grow, uh, that you would help us to be healthy in that, to to be uh, intelligent in how we, the disciplines that we pick and how we do them so that they reach right into the particular uh, challenges and needs of our individual and unique personalities. And so... 
Thank you, God, for your blessings upon each of our listeners and upon all the people that they touch. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. 